And welcome to another weekend plans. We're still going, which is great. We have not still covered. Hello, Zach. Hello, Jackson. <laughs> I'm um, glad you haven't fired yourself from me your too. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I haven't done that yet. I haven't furloughed myself, which is nice. That is nice. <laughs> um, so you're an essential making... worker on this podcast. <laughs> That's right. I viewed myself as essential, and yeah, so um, I agree. From home. Uh, you know, put a lot of trust in myself to work from home. So, wow, look at you! <laughs> I know. Um, and today we're mixing it up. We actually hit the timer button because I always forget to do that. Um, today we're actually talking about sports ball. Yeah, so what a surprise kind of, that, that I'm here and and <laughs> part, part part of the sports ball conversation. That's right. You're gonna be yeah about one of my favorite sports ball people. So, um, yeah. Uh, we're talking about um, The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary that is on ESPN. And I think it's going to come to Netflix soon because like Netflix was a producer on it, which is interesting. Oh, are they really? That's what I heard. Um, That's interesting. So I imagine it has to come to Netflix. Probably once the whole thing rolls out on ESPN. It'll just drop um, yeah. Netflix. I'm going to fact check myself. Last dance. Yep, co-produced with Netflix. Okay, yeah. And I bet that uh, that'll drop. What is it? It's ten episodes long, so eight more weeks. Yep. Um, so the reason they did that is because internationally it's on Netflix. Mm. So ESPN gets the uh, the United States showing, and then internationally it goes on Netflix, and then it all goes on Netflix once it's done, like May 7th. Interesting. Oh, okay. So it'll just be there for me to watch over and over again. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. It's a really, really, really fun documentary. Oh, uh, man, it's so good. It's so... <laughs> it's just the first two episodes, and there's already just so much stuff to digest. Um Yeah. I kind of, I don't even know where to begin. We can start with the cocaine party that he walks in on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Which my favorite, I saw a tweet that was like, imagine being part of that team, like the 84-85 Bulls. You sit down to watch this documentary and you have to explain to your entire family that you were not part of the giant cocaine party that Michael Jordan walks in on. Oh, man, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I, I was 100% part of this cocaine party <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was like that is amazing <laughs> what they call it a cocaine parade he was yeah the, the chicago bulls was a uh what the guy called it? a traveling cocaine circus or that's right traveling like that. cocaine circus and it must have been true because mike laughed pretty fucking hard at that. really fucking hard <laughs> It had to be true. Just sunk that everybody that was on that team just got sunk in that one moment. If we're just throwing out favorite bits, my MVP has to go to the uh, the French dude who asked him for his autograph while he's fitting him for his mic. Oh my god! <laughs> and he so just like, awkward. He doesn't say anything to the guy. He just like looks over at the handler <laughs> and looks away, and the guy just like shrugs and walks away. <laughs> The handler's just like, dude, no, you can't. What are you doing? Like, you not, right do now, not right now. Not right now. That was a terrible time. That like, was awful amazing. time. 
You know uh, what it re- really reminded me of is um, at my, my place of work, we went through a period where we had quite a few players from the Golden State Warriors yes. <laughs> come in. Uh, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, there's like a thing where you're like, please don't ask them for their autograph. Please don't. <laughs> please please leave, just leave them alone. Their customers, for the love of God, please don't. Please don't do that. I mean, I had to be told who they were, but which is fair. Which is fair. <laughs> I was like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "That's Draymond Green." I was like, "Who the fuck's Draymond Green?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. How do you know his name, Creeper? I was like, "Who's that tall man?" <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of tall guys walking in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Steph Curry is the shortest one, and he's like six three. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's well, so funny um, to see all those guys in context? Because um, Michael Jordan. Never seemed that tall, but he's like six six. Yep, six six, which was almost deemed too short to be a shooting guard in the NBA. I know all those guys at the beginning were like, "This guy's not even seven foot. He ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> he can't carry a team." Lol. Oh man. <laughs> but no, um, like just from my, for me, because as we've talked about before, I I don't really care about sports. I don't really follow sports. Um, it's just that Michael Jordan is such a cultural thing that's yes. never going to happen again. Like it's no. there's never going to be another professional athlete like Michael Jordan. No, whether or not somebody's better at the game than him, I I don't. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? There's a oh, reason no. they can't make another Space Jam happen. <laughs> I mean, it is happening, but it just looks awful already. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, it, there's a reason that. Did you watch? Um, did you watch Jordan rides the bus? No, I haven't yet, but I probably will just because I want something else to watch until the next episode comes out. Yes, do it. It's on the ESPN app, um, and it uh, basically follows him when he retired briefly from basketball, and he did baseball, play baseball, um, and play for the Toon Squad. Let's not forget about that. Don't, and he saved Earth. So yeah, with Bugs Bunny. Absolutely. Yes. So, um, which was super funny because now we've got. They started talking about the GM, right? Uh, Jerry Krause and everybody, how everybody hates him. Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Uh, and then <laughs> somebody took a picture of Jerry Krause and put him side by side with the um, the main bad guy from Space Jam. Oh. And everybody's like, it's fucking based off of him. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Like, it looks. I didn't even think about that. Right? It is an alien version of that GM that everybody hated. That's really funny. I and was like, just like his, his he's voiced by Danny DeVito. I always just thought of Danny DeVito. But. <laughs> That's probably why they cast Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> um, which speaking of Jerry Krause, yes, uh, he was the general manager for the Bulls during this time, and mm-hmm. sure he put the team together and all that. Um, but no I respect just, for Phil Jackson either. Fuck that guy. I. <laughs> Phil Jack, yeah, Phil Jackson is a. Uh, wait, you have no respect for him, or Jerry? No, no Jerry Krause had no respect for him. True, which was dumb. Yeah because yeah. Phil Jackson was told you're not going to work for the Bulls anymore, went to the Lakers and won like five more championships. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, I just appreciate how open the documentary is with saying that like, of all people, Scottie Pippen, who I've never heard speak before until this documentary, yeah, uh, has yeah. the voice of a narrator. Yeah. He's, uh, he's got a very deep voice. <laughs> They were just saying on the bus how, like, 
uh, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen were just harassing <laughs> the Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause, yeah, the entire time. <laughs> just calling him short and like, calling him an idiot, <laughs> talking such mad shit on him. There's that little clip where Michael says something to him about like you're taking pills to keep you short. <laughs> or and he goes or maybe diet pills <laughs> and then he just like walks away <laughs> which then made me think like could you imagine having so much power as an employee because technically they're employees yeah to just walk up to your boss because technically he's your boss and just talk mad shit on him and know that he can't do anything about it yeah i mean if you were literally the michael jordan of whatever your job was <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> you just have all this freedom um, yeah because i forget who it was somebody in the documentary actually has that line where he's like michael jordan is the best like oh, what the fuck did he say it was like as good at your job as you can possibly be of anybody being good at their job yeah. you know what i mean and i was just like that's such a like a weird way to consider it but it's so true <laughs> it's yeah it's hundred percent true. Um, God, this it's there's so much like decompressed. Also, the music in this documentary, it's great. Oh my god, the music is like the best thing I've ever seen. Well, mid nineties hip hop, it's pretty great. And it's just they put it to like two and a half minutes of Michael Jordan just dominating people. Yeah, like over and over again, and it's just perfect. Um, greatest quote so far is uh, I'm pretty sure that was God impersonating Michael Jordan out there. When oh, Larry six- Bird, man. <laughs> yep, we dropped sixty three on the Celtics. Fuck. <laughs> it's just like nice. <laughs> cause everybody to foul out. Went to the free throw line like eighteen times or something stupid. Fucking crazy. I love this thing. This thing is. I was so sad when it was over because I wanted to keep going. Yeah. No, it's so much fun. It like really hits my nostalgia buttons. Like ones I didn't even know I had. Oh yeah, um, I was just gonna say because like for me, I knew this was going to be an event, <laughs> but. I was surprised to see you so excited for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it really just reminds me of like being a really young kid and like sitting on the floor playing with Legos <laughs> with my brother and like the bulls were on like TNT, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like my brother and I collected like basketball cards and he made yeah. it like Michael Jordan made basketball. So cool. Oh yeah. No. And he was just like fucking everywhere. Like it's, it, you cannot explain to somebody who wasn't alive at the time the like the monoculture that existed that just doesn't exist anymore Mm -hmm. because now you can whatever your thing is you can find it and it's always available and there's very little that's like omnipresent you know what i mean yeah that like everybody has a shared experience with something in that same way and it's i kind of i kind of miss it like as much as i love being able to just like hop on (laughs) like amazon and watch whatever i want at any given moment yeah just this idea of like, oh, everybody knows Michael Jordan. Everybody recognizes that this is a insane case of like freakish, like this determination man is, and athletic ability all in, all in one. He broke an like, entire package. sport. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, I went actually going to pop on yeah. last dance. Because uh, I need, you a, bro- I need a reminder. You did bring up Scottie Pippen, and uh, that second episode kind of starts with him. I had no idea that he was, like, the, what, hundredth 
most paid NBA player at the time. He was probably the second best NBA player. He was making legit. <laughs> yeah. If Michael Jordan is number one, this man is number two. Like he said, yeah. uh, don't, if, whenever you say Michael Jordan, you need to say Scottie Pippen. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, he was getting paid like garbage. Now, granted, some of that was his fault because he signed a terrible contract, which. Yeah. Well, I mean, these guys, like, you know, if they don't have good representation or they don't have people in their corner, like Scottie Pippen was from like a poor family in Oklahoma. Right. And yep. like, he's not a businessman. No, like, he played, he played basketball his life. It's like some, they just took advantage of him. It fucking sucks. Exactly. I mean, he's making 2.5 million a year. But, Still but when other guys, when other worst players are making 20 million a year, you know what I mean? It's, Exactly. And it kind of like, you know, he eventually like the documentary will lead to him getting um, he'll eventually sign with the trailblazers. And then that's where he makes like a stupid amount of money. And then he's uh-huh. fine. like in the end, yeah. don't feel bad for Scottie Pippen. He ends up making a stupid amount of money. <laughs> don't feel bad. for Scottie. <laughs> <laughs> but right now it's a little bit of a bummer. Cause like, yeah, he's winning all these championships and everybody's just like, so Michael Jordan's really cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and even Michael Jordan's not hiding it. He's like, no, Scottie Pippen's like, he is such a pivotal part of this team. We would not be winning without him. Yeah. Um, well, you see how frustrated he is in the beginning of that 97, 98 season where Pippen's not playing. Oh yeah. He was like pissed. He was like, yeah, that was pretty fucked. Like, cause Scotty Pippen. It's wild to see him like going at the other players during practice and shit. Oh dude. That's he was like, what, what the hope- fuck are you waiting for? <laughs> oh man. That stuff was great. Um, that's what I hope this documentary really touches in on. Cause the stories that are out there of the shit Michael Jordan would do during practice is mm-hmm. insane. Like yeah. he, Steve Kerr has told some stories. Who's he's in the documentary several times. He's the coach of the warriors. Now um, yeah. he tells certain stories that Michael Jordan, the first thing he would do with a new player or something like that is immediately go up to them and practice. And he would immediately get in their face and challenge them to like basically one-on-one and he would be trying to break them. And Yikes. he would be, a dick to them and he'd be talking trash to them and everybody says he's the best trash talker because not only does he like trash talk to your core he then backs it up and just owns you yeah and his theory behind it was if he could break someone in practice and make them either pissed or upset or quit or whatever in practice they're not going to be any good to the team in a game yeah and so there would basically be a moment where like the team would sign somebody and then michael jordan would have to test them out and see if they'd actually make the team from what I can, can you can you imagine being like 21 years old and you get drafted and you're playing for the Bulls and you meet <laughs> Michael Jordan? And he's just kicks he like your ass <laughs> psychologically tortures you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's. I really hope this shows more of that because there's some crazy fucking stories out there. Yeah, well, I really, I'm really anticipating them going into like. There's all this shit about like his gambling and. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah. what what may or may not have happened to his dad. I'm really curious if they uh, go into that stuff. I know I am too. And I wonder, cause like it, I thought this was only going to be about the last season, but obviously they're touching back like way in the beginning too. So that kind of excites yeah. me because there's so much cool stuff out there. Um, oh yeah. That has not been told yet. And there's so much, they have so many hours of footage on this. It's going to be, I don't think they need to like, they just need to cut it together. I don't know if they even need to edit it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's su- it's super fun. I'm really enjoying it. Um, you know what's what else is crazy? And I texted you this while I was watching it. Is uh, everybody seems to have aged an appropriate amount for the time that it's been? Like they all kind of look like they're their own dads. 
<laughs> True. Except for Dennis Rodman, who looks exactly the same. <laughs> he just never aged. <laughs> he just kind of hit like 30 and then just stopped. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm dead. I'm good here. <laughs> um so I had to hit, I had to hit a reminder. I had to like find a uh, a recap. Mm-hmm. Um because there's there's two episodes packed with a lot of shit. Yeah. And I forget that it opens up on the the last season and Michael Jordan being pissed because it's like, "Oh, the Bulls are going to rebuild." And he's like, "Yeah. Why are we going to rebuild?" Yeah, we're winning. We're yeah. winning. We just won our fifth second consecutive title yeah <laughs> fifth title in seven years um and he's like i'm still really good <laughs> yeah like I'm why are we Jordan. doing this <laughs> um so it opens up with him just pissed at that which is actually kind of fair because it's like so this, yeah i think he's i think he's correct in that, yeah uh, <laughs> like why would you want to rebuild with michael jordan this late in his career that doesn't make sense unless you're going to trade michael jordan yeah um and then we go to his last se- or his time at uh, college, which uh, was super funny that he was known as Michael Jordan. Mike Jordan. Mike Jordan. And so many people taken before him, too. Oh, my God. That's the curse of the Trailblazers. <laughs> so the Trailblazers take – who do they take? Sam. Sam somebody. I forget his last name with the second pick. Michael Jordan mm-hmm. was third. And um, I, you probably won't know this person, but the Trailblazers did this again where they took – um, they took somebody with the number one pick and Kevin Durant went second. Kevin Durant's like one of the best players in the league. So the Trailblazers actually have this history of just picking literally the wrong person, like right before a franchise altering player is taken. Oh, so it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's like legit a curse. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just are always taking the wrong person. Um, so then, yeah, we go into the cocaine circus. All right. <laughs> Which is insane. I love them talking about the Bulls before they got Michael Jordan because you don't really think of the Bulls pre-Michael Jordan. Yeah, well, apparently there were, weren't much to think about. <laughs> exactly. And there was a reason. They were like, yeah, it, like people went to the Bulls games, I guess, as something to do. But yeah. it was either you were a Bears fan or a Cubs-White Sox fan, depending on your location. And then I guess you like the Blackhawks. And then maybe if you're really desperate, you're a Bulls fan. You're a Bulls fan. <laughs> Which is funny to think about because, like, what, not even not even 10 years later, Bulls are, like, a legit, like, yeah. fashion statement. Like, the Bulls logo is, like, le- a, just a, something you wear. Yeah. No, and I, I get that whole thing. Like, I remember being a kid and going to Warriors games, and I just thought it was fun to go. But, like, the Warriors <laughs> just kind of were. You know they what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, the Warriors were just kind of like, well, we're here. Yeah. It's fine. It's cool. It's whatever. Um, they had a cool mascot. He would do dunks during halftime on a trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of, yeah, they're there. And now now it's like they can't even go to a Warriors game because you can't afford it. So yeah. you can try. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, God, there's so much. I'm doing this, I'm reading the summary here. This doc this documentary is so much stuff. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Say your thoughts. This is a, an audio an audio medium. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> well, I'm actually going to 
Okay, we're not. I'm gonna not even gonna bother adding that. There was a little bit of a uh, we're gonna call it a technical difficulty, uh, but we're back now. Um, we're, back. we're back. We're back. One of the uh, one of my favorite parts of this is I appreciate that they have Obama on there, and he's just known yeah. as former Chicago resident yep. Barack Obama. Clinton too. Clinton's on there too. Clinton's on there too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look and see his description though. No, I don't remember what it Hopefully said. Hopefully it was Probably like, said sax- saxophonist. That's what I was hoping for, uh, mm-hmm. is saxophonist Bill Clinton. <laughs> Fornicator. Fornicator. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Blowjob enthusiast. Uh, well, you know, when you play the sax, I feel like all of those go hand in hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. Um. But yeah, that and then I appreciate the. Uh, I don't know if you caught that insult where they were like, "Why don't you like rebuilding?" And he goes, "Because once you like start rebuilding, basically it's like impossible to um, kind of guarantee that you win again." Like the the Cubs have been rebuilding for forty two years. Yeah, that was funny. I'm like, that damn, that's true. Like teams say they rebuild all the time, but there's no like guarantee that they're going to ever yeah. get back to where they were, especially this caliber. So, yeah. Little moments like that, like I didn't realize what kind of a uh, funny, charismatic guy Jordan could be. I didn't, I didn't think I had a uh, like an appreciation for that at all. Well, because we were so young, but <laughs> mm-hmm. like he's so. That's another thing that shows off too is like how charismatic he is. Like he's just yeah. naturally easy to look at, and like he talks well, and he makes like jokes at good times, and like totally makes sense why he just took over like everything. Yeah, a lot of big 90s suits. A lot of giant 90s suits. <laughs> really happy we moved on from those. It's like serious David Byrne energy. It's pretty wild. It kind of reminds me of like the little rascals <laughs> when the two when they're sneaking into the uh, the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like every suit looks like. Oh my god! Is <laughs> <laughs> so that you're gonna open it up and there's just or in Space Jam when all the little aliens are in there? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> tie it back into space jam <laughs> they are actually filming space jam 2 right now aren't they yes with, like that's uh, actually getting made yes with lebron well i think it's paused now but yeah lebron james is making it it's the entire reason he signed with the lakers was so he could be in la jesus, <laughs> jesus christ can you imagine <laughs> he can sign wherever he wants any team would take him those kind of decisions so like well i should be in la so i can shoot space jam too so yep he's started a production company and like that's just what he's gonna do post basketball so everybody's like well i guess he's going to the lakers they'll probably talk about this in the documentary but i've heard uh, part of filming the original space jam the uh one of the concessions they had to make because he was coming back from his hiatus or like retirement or whatever Mm -hmm. but they had to build him a full court basketball court mm-hmm. like somewhere near the set like on the lot somewhere and he would just practice like all day when he wasn't shooting yes by himself and sometimes people that were shooting stuff at the studio would come play with him and he would yep. like uh like famously george clooney because they were shooting batman and robin at the time played one oh, on one <laughs> michael jordan god <laughs> could you imagine watching george clooney get owned off and on the set for that movie well, especially knowing how like insanely competitive Michael Jordan is, even in a situation like that. Oh <laughs> like yeah, like some some person who's not an athlete is just like, oh, I get to play one on one with Michael Jordan, and then Michael Jordan just fucking tears you apart. <laughs> he did it like 
there's there's a story when he signed with the Wizards um, at the end of his career. Uh, he was at practice, or whatever. Like another player, like challenged him to like just a one on one like pickup game. Yeah, and he lost. And he like one of the other players was like, yeah, he just sat in the corner, just fuming. Like he just lost like the finals. Like he takes wow. every single any sort of competition he takes so seriously. Yeah, who do you lose to? I don't know. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> At that point in his career, it literally could have been anybody. Like, he was still <laughs> good, but, like, he was Rough. just old. He was yeah. just old. Like, yeah. the one thing that beats everybody's time. So, <laughs> like, eventually. <laughs> Not Dennis can't. Rodman, apparently. Dennis Rodman beat himself, man. <laughs> um, Let's talk about old Michael and that Hitler mustache he thinks he can pull off. Oof. <laughs> He's been trying to pull. He's had that Hitler mustache for years. What's the story there? What's Don't know. <laughs> he just, he rides the wave of it too. Like every now and then there's like a little resurgence of, hey, why does he have that mustache? And he kind of <laughs> rides through like the questions for a little bit. And then people like lose interest and he still has it. And then like another wave comes up and go, hey, still got that mustache. Yeah. He's like, fuck you. I'm Michael Jordan. Basically. I'm the <laughs> Who owner. are you? Yeah. Yeah. I own the Charlotte Hornets. What do you want from me? Um, which he the does. Charlotte Hornets. He owns the Charlotte Hornets. I think we've talked about this before, like on a Probably. different podcast, about what a <laughs> shitty a shitty owner he is. He's actually a super bad owner. Like, yeah. He needs he like he wanted to be a GM too and do all the draft picks. Turns out Michael Jordan doesn't know how to do draft picks. Rough. Always chooses the wrong person to sign, no matter what. So it's oh, rough. Sucks. I know it's really weird. Greatest player ever can't put a team together. Ironic. Um. We also talk about when it opens up on the uh, when they're over in Paris and they're doing like the um, it wasn't like the Olympics it was uh, some sort of like international basketball tournament yeah it was like an exhibition game or something like that. right and they of course annihilate poor France like just out of the water yeah and like he puts up like oh here we go yeah uh, spend times in Paris for an exhibition trip um, that the Bulls were on after they won their championship and of course like Michael Jordan's out there and he like just puts up like 16 points in like three minutes or whatever. And they annihilate this poor team. Yeah. And I love the rookie or whatever. It's like, Oh man, my first championship. And like, they're all laughing about it. And then he like hugs guy next to him. He turns to Mike and he's like, can I get a hug? And the fucking death stare he gets. Yeah. And he's like, this doesn't count. <laughs> this doesn't count. And he just like death stares this poor, like you said, this poor rookie who's just some young 21 yeah. year old guy. Just fucking Michael Jordan. I, <laughs> He's like, I'll go home and hug my kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! I was like, that sums him up perfectly. He must have been the worst, the most terrifying <laughs> teammate ever, but also the best because yeah. I mean, he hugs Scotty. I saw that. <laughs> That well, it's because Scotty's good. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if you're good, if you're good, he likes you. You just got to prove you're good. Yeah. Um. Oh, I just found a quote about the uh, the Bulls traveling cocaine circus, which was yeah. You got your lines over here. You got your weed smokers over here. You got your women over here. From that point on, I was more or less on my own. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has a very specific quote where he's like, I didn't drink at the time. I didn't do lines. But I was like, oh, he was doing bumps then. <laughs> Specifically said he didn't do bumps. <laughs> he didn't do lines. 
It's funny that he said he didn't. He doesn't smoke or he doesn't drink. And then if you look at the table next to him, he's got like a glass of bourbon and like just some giant fucking fat cigar. Yeah, well, he's retired now. <laughs> he owns an NBA team. He can do whatever he wants. He spent 20 years being Michael Jordan professionally, so now he can do whatever. Exactly. <laughs> do whatever uh, the fuck you want, sir. <laughs> oh, can we also talk about the player introductions? Oh. Yeah. My God, the Chicago Bulls of the '90s have the best player introductions ever. <laughs> ever. It, it, it. There's nothing that compares to when like those Bulls players are getting announced. And I like, I'm not even a fan of the Bulls. I'm a Warriors fan, but I still get like chills listening to that. Um, yeah. And I can't remember the song that they use because it's a weird title. Um. Yeah. Serious. Yeah, the song is called Serious. Okay. And it is the by the Alan Parsons Project. That's it. Alan Parsons Project. Of course it is. Yep. Alan's Alan Parsons Project Serious. That is the song that the Bulls use, and it's perfect. It's so good. Damn. I know. There you go. It's like once you listen to it, it's impossible not to get um not to get super pumped. I'm just ready to just run through a wall. Um, and then yeah, so episode two we talked about this a little bit, but it just focuses entirely on Scotty Pippen. Uh, well, it actually, starts with it starts this, with yes. Scotty Pippen, and then it goes back to Michael, which is a perfect sort of like encapsulation. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I think they did that on purpose. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, but it's ve- it's very telling of like what the whole deal is, where it's like, well, let's tell you about Scotty Pippen, and then it's for the last two thirds of the episode, it's like, but let's go back to Michael. (laughs) That's why you're here. Um, And then, yeah, when they describe him, he is like the perfect Robin to Jordan's Batman. And it's the perfect analysis ever because he's legit second in scoring, second in minutes, third in rebounds, (laughs) second in assists, second in seals. Yeah. He's just like Uh, right behind him in every step of the way, (laughs) which is saying something, I guess, to Scottie Pippen. Like, imagine being the second best player on your team and the first best person is Michael Jordan. Yeah. No, for so. real, to be, like, that good, where if you were on any other team, you would be the guy, but you're on the Bulls and you have to play with Michael Jordan. Like, that is legit the only reason that you don't – yeah, it's the only reason you're not, number, you're not first is because there's Michael Jordan in front of you. So, yeah. Um, I never really thought of Scottie Pippen in that way. So it was kind of cool to see them kind of break it down and be like, yeah, no, Pippen was kind of a, kind of a badass. Yeah, no, it's, it is awesome to see in that kind of context as an adult. Cause yeah, exactly. When I was a kid, it was like, it's Michael Jordan. No. And Scottie Pippen is on that team as well. He has, <laughs> oh, a, Scottie Pippen's cool. he, he has a fun name. <laughs> He's got a fun name. He wears number 33, which I don't really see a lot of people wear. It's cool. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of talks about like his, I didn't know that he held out by having that surgery. Yeah, that's very interesting. Like he chose to have it like right when the season about to start. Um, so he had to sit just, out. Just to be that way. <laughs> just to be that way. And then eventually just being so pissed at Jerry Krause that he was just like, you know, no, fuck you guys. I'm never playing for you again. Trade me. Yeah. And that happens so frequently now. But it's kind of interesting to see that tactic be used back then and actually kind of be used more aggressively. Yeah. Um, well, it's so interesting to me. I hope they go more into like Jerry Krause and spend some time talking to him and like what his fucking deal. mindset was. Because <laughs> just from like a business standpoint, if you've if you're going into a season where you could win 
for the second time, a third consecutive championship. And you choose that to be the year where you're going to like piss everybody off and start talking about trading and like, like, what are you doing? Like, why do you think that's a good idea? I, I know. I don't get it either. And to like tell the coach, like, this is going to be your last year, no matter what. And to like tell all these players, we're thinking about trading you. We're thinking about rebuilding. Like, wait, wait. Exactly. It was or like start those plans in secret, like the movie villain that you are. <laughs> but, but don't like tell the whole team, or and don't like especially like fucking don't alienate Michael Jordan. Are you kidding me? That's what everybody's kind of freaking out about. It's it so like the way they look at it, I guess, is GMs are very unique people. Like a good, a good GM. Uh, any GM constantly is wanting to rebuild. They like there's a theory that GMs thrive on sucking like they want to suck so that they can rebuild again and show how good they are at rebuilding a team. Um, yeah. And so well, it makes the- such mm-hmm. a big deal about um, them wanting to not make the uh, playoffs that second year that Jordan's on the team when he hurts his ankle and mm-hmm. so they can get draft picks. And then by the time Jordan come back and he's fucking playing what, 15 minutes a game. And <laughs> winning was, yeah. 15 minutes, 14 minutes a game, uh, seven minutes per each half and exactly at seven minutes. He had to come yeah. out. Call timeout. He'd come out. And um, those are the playoff games where they're playing the Celtics, and he scores what sixty-two points. Sixty-three. The, he uh, sixty-three points in the one game. He yep. He, they eventually make it to playoffs off like some fluke shot, and yeah, they play the Celtics, and he just goes off because he was finally like, oh, he could play full minutes, and he just yeah goes as hard as he can for each game. That's what he says. It was like unleashing a wild dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then they put like one of the dopest like '90s hip hop songs they could find over mm-hmm. him, just ugh, over Jordan highlights, and it's so good. It's really good. I almost want to buy. It's, it's so much fun to watch. You know what this plays into for me is I love sports movies. <laughs> if I don't like to watch like professional sports, that's fair. Um, but it, it that's what it feels like when you're watching this. They re- like the setting the narrative to it really helps me appreciate it. Yes, they do a really good job of getting you in the mindset for each like decade we're in. Um, yeah, you know, like when we're following the current current, which is the the ninety seven ninety eight season. Um, yeah, you kind of have the idea of like, well, they're blowing it up, and like Phil Jackson's not coming back after this year, and like Scotty's holding out and now wants to get traded, and like now Mike is kind of just having to carry the team. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like you can feel you can actually kind of feel everything crumbling around him. They kind of do a yeah. good job at that, um, especially by going back and showing like how good everything was or like the build up to it. Um, mm-hmm. You really get a sense of like it's kind of weird to watch like a dynasty slowly crumble around him. Um, yeah, for, exactly, and and like not in a natural way, in a way that the organization itself is sort of doing making happen. Yeah, it was really dumb. Like, I'm just kind of sitting here and I'm like, why aren't we, like, as an organization, like, you hear Scotty's pissed. Why aren't you just restructuring his contract? Who are you paying on that team that needs to fill up all that salary cap? Michael Jordan. And the, apparently they weren't paying Phil Jackson either. Apparently not. Um, and, like, like I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's the egos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. It's such it, a bummer. It's yeah, it is, and it's kind of fun that I get to watch this like kind of knowing behind the scenes sports stuff, and like I think they had Michael Jordan making I don't know how much he was making back then, but it was a lot. Um, yeah. But, well, plus he had 
these like sponsorship deals that were out of control, like McDonald's, oh, yeah. Nike, Fruit of the Loom. That's where, um, that's kind of like where everybody doesn't realize like a lot of athletes make their real money. Yeah. Um, is advertisement. Uh, mm-hmm. So like the smart athletes actually take the salary they make from teams and they just save it or they invest it or whatever. Um, and then they live off of their advertisement money, like their endorsements. Yeah. Um, I hope there's a whole episode of this documentary d- dedicated to the development of Air Jordans. Oh, there has to be. Yeah. There has to be. Like that Air Jordans is like, that's a cultural shift. Oh man. I have so many pairs of Jordans right now. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> See? Like it is legitimately <laughs> a cultural shift. Like shoes went, an entirely different direction with Air mm-hmm. Jordans, and yeah. they never looked back. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I need also, a whole episode on just the one, the Jordan one. <laughs> seriously, I'm Please sure in this you. it's going to be like it has to be. Uh, also, a quote we totally forgot when he was talking about when he was being held out for his injury, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's a 90% chance you'll be fine, but there's a 10% chance you're gonna hurt your foot again and end your career and never play again." Yeah, never play again. And the guy, the doctor, was like. Let's say like this: you have a you have a headache, and you could take a pill. That there's a ninety percent chance that it'll remove the headache and you'll be fine, but there's a ten percent chance it'll kill you. Would you take it? <laughs> Michael Jordan's is depends how fucking bad the headache is. <laughs> <laughs> and I absolutely love that. <laughs> that is such a just a badass quote to be like, well. Fuck, yeah, how do you argue a, with that? He's a pretty fucking rad dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, God, I can't believe that. As a GM, you never say like, oh, so were you looking to train Pippen? Because, oh, yeah, we got some offers, but we thought about it. And it's like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. It's, I, I mean, to me, and obviously I'm a very outside observer, <laughs> but... It's, it seems like a guy who really gets off on having power over these, like, super athletes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's kind of like short man syndrome. Yeah. Like, to an ex- insane degree where he's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, they're, they're, these are these, like, seven-foot fucking freaks of nature. <laughs> but I'm in control of them, and I do what I want. Exactly. Like, they're the star athletes and everything. But, yeah, they, they answer to me. Um, yeah. Which is a terrible way to build a sports franchise. Like, really? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I think if he didn't luck into Michael Jordan, I don't think he'd be around as long as he is. No, no way. Like, well, the owner was saying, like, when he bought the Bulls and he was considering bringing Krauss on as the GM, that everybody else in the uh, league was like, don't fucking touch that guy. That guy sucks. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing to watch people talk about old draft picks and just be like, oh, yeah he's never going to own a team or he's never going to be the number one on a team. That was wild. That was so good. And it's like, Oh man, they shouldn't be allowed to talk in public on anything for like a few yeah. years. They got to be putting but, them out. But every time they interview like a actual great legendary player, they interview like Larry Bird and they interview magic Johnson. And those are the guys who are like, Oh yeah, you could see that this guy was going to be oh, yeah. like the, the thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, magic Johnson's quote was just like, we watched him play and it was just like, Oh fuck like basically yeah. like oh my god it's like this, gonna be this is league. the future yeah <laughs> um yeah those quotes are really cool i like seeing mm-hmm. i like seeing people say that um yeah so the second episode ends <clears throat> the second episode ends with pippen kind of crossing that line um and yelling at jerry Krause in front of the team uh, yeah 
kind of like going out demanding that trade saying, I'm never going to play for the bulls again. Um, get me out of here. Yada, yada, yada. Um, which is crazy. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, me either. So I didn't really know Scotty Pippen kind of was vocal. I always yeah. kind of viewed him as that quiet guy that just kind of rode along. And then, um, I thought MJ retired and then he did something else. I legit. Yeah. Yeah. It, no, absolutely. Cause it's think about Scotty Pippen. <laughs> no. And it's kind of funny. Cause that one season, actually the season where he, where Michael Jordan retired, went and played baseball. Obviously the bulls kept playing and Scotty yeah. Pippen was their number one. They still put up a winning season. Mm-hmm. They made the playoffs. Scotty Pippen, I think was like in MVP discussion. Um, I want to look up his stats. Now I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Like he was a really good player, and it kind of makes sense. though. he's like kind of pissed. Yeah, no, it absolutely makes sense. Uh, yeah. So like the team continued to play a solid basketball, winning ten straight games after an eight and eight start. Hmm. Like they did good. So yeah. that's actually gonna be really fun if they show that too. Yeah, I hope so. Um, because yeah, the ninety three ninety four Chicago Bulls season. Hmm. A ninety three ninety four is the year he. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the year I believe that's the year he retired. Uh, yeah, they were third overall in the Eastern Conference with a fifty five and twenty seven record. Um, they were they would not be able to win a fourth consecutive NBA championship. They swept the Cavaliers in three games in the first round. Then they lost in the second rounds to the Knicks in seven games. Wow. Remember the Knicks were good too? Yeah. Remember the Knicks? <laughs> the Knicks, if you, if you like watching like train wrecks of sports franchises, the Knicks uh-huh. are one of them. Fuck. The owner, uh, the owner of the New York Knicks randomly bans people. James Dolan is his name. He randomly just bans people from the stadium because he can, because he owns the stadium. Um, and so just like, you, like randos, like journalists and stuff or players. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure like just if a journalist like bashes the Knicks, even though they deserve it, like he'll, if they bash him hard enough, sometimes he'll just ban them from the stadium. Um, That's he, kind of amazing. He's banned. Uh, he banned, who did he ban? He banned a player just recently, like an old player uh, from the stadium. Patrick Ewing. No, that's that the only next player I know. Yeah. <laughs> They're legit be a riot. Um, and then he also uh, is in a band, and he is. Oh. Every makes a joke that he's more focused on his band than he's actually focused on the uh, the New York Knicks. That's kind of funny. Who oh, is it? His band? I don't know. No, what's the guy's name? Like what's James the, the Dolan. Oh, okay. So would you say the Knicks never really recovered from Madison Square Garden being bombed to get rid of all those Godzilla eggs? I would say that was probably the turning point in the franchise. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's tragic, it's hard, really. It's hard <laughs> to come back from that. Um, wow. So I didn't know this. James Dolan is uh, CEO of the Madison Square Garden Company. Um mm-hmm. And so he oversees all operations in the company and also supervises day-to-day operations of its professional sports teams, which include the Knicks, the Rangers, the New York Liberty, which is the WNBA team. Oh. Um, so he just looks over all of them terribly. <laughs> 
terribly. Do the Rangers suck too? I assume. <laughs> I assume. I haven't really heard anything about them. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. There's a, Oh, Charles Oakley. That's the player who was in this documentary actually. Um, oh. Yeah. He was, so Charles Oakley was removed from Madison square garden during a Knicks Clippers game uh, following an altercation with security. <laughs> and then Oakley was banned from the stadium. And now the altercation uh, with security was right. I don't know. I didn't really go into it. Uh, and now fans will randomly chant, sell the team during uh, like blowout losses. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so yeah when they're just getting annihilated they'll just be like sell the team sell the team. and it's fantastic to watch it almost seems more fun to be a fan of a franchise like that where you're just like <laughs> like every game you watch is like hate fucking as opposed to <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh it's rough it's hard um <laughs> i couldn't imagine actually being a knicks fan and just knowing every season's gonna suck <laughs> <laughs> oh god um well so yeah so sunday episode three and four come out are they always going to be two episodes at a time like this yep oh that's interesting okay i like that it's kind of like binging but like it's given it it given it to us in doses yeah which is nice because i legit first episode ended and i'm like well fuck i want to watch the next one and, the and next there it started and i'm like yay yeah. And then that one ended, and I was like, I want to watch the next one, and that didn't happen, though. So, right. Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, but no, I am super excited to see where this goes, because there's a lot of fun dirt. Yeah, I'm really, really excited to see what else they get into. I think they're going to... Um, I think they're going to get into all of his... Like, they touched on his antics at practice and stuff with his teammates, but yeah. I really think they're going to dive into it um, because Michael Jordan legit said, I think everybody's going to think I'm a really bad guy after this comes out. Yeah, well, that's what makes me curious if they're going to get into some of that, like, darker shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's fascinating. Like, there's mm-hmm. some podcasts I've just listened to have dabbled into some of these stories. Um, Like, one of them was a podcast of Bill Simmons. Um, It was Charles Oakley, actually. And uh, he they went in just deep stories and like they talked about some stories with Michael Jordan and like some of the shit this guy would do is insane. Like he would like stay up to three, four in the morning gambling and like drinking and smoking and then just go play a game the following day and drop like 40. Like it was no big deal. (laughs) (laughs) And just be like, fine. Like he was never hindered or slowed down or anything. He was just fine. Yeah, well, they really they touch on the gambling stuff a little bit with uh, Pippen when they talk about how his um, when he first came on board the Michael Bottom golf clubs, like a set of golf clubs, mm-hmm. and he was like, he was just trying to get me on the golf course so he could take my money. <laughs> <laughs> Which who was he? He was playing golf with Danny Ainge uh, before the Celtics game, mm-hmm. and Danny Ainge beat him in golf. And then, like, what did he say? He's like. He tell Danny I got something for him tomorrow or whatever, and that's when he drops yeah. something free. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, that's so badass to be like, yeah. you beat me yeah. in golf? All right, well, I'm just going to put up some monster numbers against you guys. That's fucking wild. I really hope they interview Bill Murray during this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> they have to talk about Space Jam. Well, and also, Murray, the reason he's even in Space Jam is he was a massive fucking Bulls fan. Probably is still. Like, he's... Yes. Uh, 
Jack Nicholson to the Lakers was Bill Murray to the Bulls. It's Bill Murray is that to uh, yeah the Bulls and the Cubs. Um, yeah, he was he was at the Cubs game when they won the World Series, and like the camera like cut to him, and he's just <laughs> sobbing in the stands and like just <laughs> cheering with people, like random people, like random fans. He's just in there cheering with them, and it was really cool. Um, great. I don't right to be like just fucking sobbing and crying. Bill Murray as you watch your does the yeah. Cubs win this World Series for first time in hundred years. Yeah. So um, he better be in this. I hope so. Yeah, I think this is. I legit think as good as those first two episodes were. That was like the tip of That's the. That's just the beginning. Yeah. A hundred percent. There's gonna be some crazy stories that come out. Man, I can't wait. <laughs> Me neither. So, um, do you have anything else? Um, no, not really. I think we touched on everything. The Batman got pushed back to October. That's right. <laughs> to other news. Yeah, Batman's in October, but that's fine. It feels like a, uh, it feels like more of a Halloween movie anyway. So I'm kind of excited yeah. for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, a Batman movie being released for Halloween is, feels like they're doing it just for me. I'm pretty excited. About that. <laughs> Maybe they are listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, all right. I think we'll end there then. That sounds good. All right. Sounds we'll be good. back. We'll be back next week to talk about three and four. Nice. So. All right. Well, goodbye, everyone. Bye.